I just feel like life is short and we can't waste our lives in unhappy situations, situations that's making us question our worth situations that we've outgrown. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much living to do. You are listening to the Redefining Wealth Podcast, where we chase purpose, not money. I'm your host, Patrice Washington, and welcome back. You are in for another treat. You know that this guest, all the guests that we bring to this podcast are going to challenge you to truly redefine wealth and chase purpose on your terms. Now, if you're brand new here, you may not know what it means to redefine wealth, but you should know that this is a community that believes that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. We believe in the original 12th century definition of wealth, which says it's about the condition of well being. And so our guest today is going to help you be well in one of our six pillars of wealth. If you don't know anything about that, I want you to head to patricewashington.com forward slash start here so you can do the free audio training. It's really quick, really powerful, really impactful, and it's going to break down what the six pillars are because these are the parts of life, the parts of your life that are impacting your finances even when you're not thinking about it. Now, before I get to today's guest, let's jump in to the affirmation of the week. You know, you got to speak positivity into your life, into your day. You got to affirm positivity. You got to affirm abundance. You got to affirm yourself to wealth. This week's affirmation is, I am grateful for my one and only body. I understand that loving and respecting my body is the only way I will fully accomplish my purpose. My body can only become strong, capable, and full of energy when I nurture it and listen to it. Because I desire to feel good in my body at all times, I consciously make choices to engage in activities and practices that will heal and not hurt my body. I believe that my body is a sacred temple and continuously learning how to power and protect it is an act of respect. And learning how to power it down when rest is needed in a culture that values dishonoring my body is an even greater act of respect and reverence. Declare with me today, I am grateful for my one and only body. Welcome to the Redefining Wealth Podcast, Nicole. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I am excited. Girl, this has been a long time in the making. It has. I've been been waiting for this day that we can sit down and talk and chat and all the things. Nicole, I have to tell you, this is even longer in the making than you know, though. So, yes, I have known who you were for years. And I don't know if you even know this. I was thinking about it just this morning. Back in the day when I was first getting started uh, and I had a blog and I started to blog for other people's Uh platforms. One of the platforms was Hello Beautiful and Uh Black Enterprise. 
And one of the third places, I actually have PayPal receipts to <laughs> corroborate this, was NicoleBitchy.com. Oh, wow. <laughs> Back in the day, we're talking like 2011, maybe. Wow, okay. Yeah, and I don't- Girl, I what was you blogging on, NicoleBitchy.com? Now, now, this is what's so funny. <laughs> I think I pitched y'all and said, Black women want more than entertainment and gossip. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and somebody was like, well, what you got? I don't have, I have no idea. I think I started to do like money lessons from mm -hmm. like headlines, like that so were going cute. on. Yeah. And oh, whatever wow. like in culture was happening, Dope. I was trying to like take the money lesson from yeah. it. And I, I did about, you know, did like three or four articles for you guys back then. But so I feel like I owe you a thank you. Oh like my your God. platform from even back then, because <laughs> that was a part of, I call them God winks. Yeah. Right? Like mm -hmm. when you're like, can I do this? Should I even been trying to do this? Like, did I even hear what I thought I heard? Do I have the nerve? And sometimes those yeses that come in, oh my goodness, or those yeah. like, let me see what you got. It, it for me that was a wink in the right direction. Like, just keep going. So oh. that was <laughs> twelve years ago. At wow. Least. So it's, it's it's crazy. And I came across you. I think I was bodybuilding at the time I was on my fitness journey and I was like on the treadmill not not even the treadmill the stairmaster dying we all know what the stairmaster is like and my, I always used, <laughs> I always used to watch interviews just to get lessons while I am on this this steps of death <laughs> and I think you were on someone's couch telling your story and I was just like she's so awesome oh wow and, and I you know and and it just went from there I was like I gotta follow her on everything like <laughs> I love that that is so cool so it was it was destined it was destined to be absolutely now we just, now we just have to figure out actually meeting up in Atlanta absolutely on that. yeah um, but speaking of just like going back to the Nicole bitchy days now with hello Nicole it is a completely different vibe like you just did like a 180 and you know the show is obviously redefining wealth you clearly have redefined <laughs> what wealth looks like for you in your life and what purpose you know you were pursuing can you just talk about this evolution yeah for sure i think i think we're always going to be redefining what wealth looks like um because i feel like in your 20s wealth looks like i want to make a lot of money yeah, and I don't care how I make it. <laughs> and then when you cross over into your 30s, you start thinking about purpose and legacy and what am I going to be known for? How am I impacting people? How am I serving people? And so wealth shifts a bit. But yeah, I started as a gossip blogger, um, NicoleBitchy.com, of course. And during that time, how did I, like, I'm trying to figure out how did I fall into gossip blogging? I, I used to work for a radio station and I had to grab the celebrity news all the time for the on-air on -air job. Mm -hmm. So I would, um, I would gather it from allhiphop.com. I don't know if you remember that site. Yes, I do. <laughs> but that was my go-to site to get my news and I would fill him in on the latest and it would make it on air. And so I think that's where my love of celebrity started. And, um, you know, a year or two later, I found myself blogging in my aunt's guest room just to pass the time away. And I felt like, okay, you're spending time doing this, but how can you make 
a career out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that night I wrote out a strategy, a plan, like I'm going to, you know, in the next six months, I'm going to grow this out to have this many followers and this many Facebook and Instagram. And I was on MySpace at the time. Um, And I'll tell you, when you write something down and make it plain, that's when the magic starts happening. Like, (laughs) I mean, I, um, I was kicked out of my aunt's house went down to Atlanta with just my laptop, sleeping on friends' couches. And I'm just seeing things start to move for me. I I paid my last $500 to a publicist who took me out on a party scene. I would go out on a scene, come back home, blog about what the celebrities were doing at the event, put up event pics. And overnight, I just saw my, you know, fame rising. And I think one of the things when you start something, which is weird now because everyone is a brand, Um, but I understood, yeah, no one was trying to show a face. So I understood the power of brand very early on. And so I looked around and saw what was out there already. And I'm like, what's going to make you stand out? What's going to make me stand out is if I show my face, um, if I show that I'm relatable, if I show that I'm like the girl next door. And so that was kind of like my way of, breaking through an industry that was like anonymous at first. People were behind their computers just saying whatever. <laughs> Wiling out. Mm-hmm. Wiling out. And um, and yeah, and so I built, I, I just started building credibility um, in the way I covered things, um, making sure I tried to fact check and uh, get the truth and go to the source and those type of things. So that's how my career kind of started. But Within those seven years, I mean, I had so many things happen as a gossip blogger. I like to mention because it would go in a book if I ever had a book. But, you know, probably have a book. (laughs) I need to have several at this point. (laughs) I've lived a lot of lives. But, you know, uh, when you're in a career like that, you have private investigators contacting you or showing up at your door. um, Death threats. Um, I just felt like I couldn't maneuver the world without looking over my shoulder like there was a target on my back constantly. And so that was very toxic to my mental health. Um, Mm -hmm. Just even, you know, the people you attract into your life, how can you attract high vibe people when (laughs) you're a celebrity gossip blogger that is always dishing low vibe news? So um, I think I went through just a transition around the fourth or fifth year where I was like, I got to get out of this. Mm. I have to get out of this. But it was the question of what's next? Mm -hmm. Like what's next after this? You're known for this. You have all these followers. You have so much money coming in. You're employing people. Like what is going to happen to all these things when you transition to your next? So it was a very, very scary time for me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So you said you were in it for about seven years around year four or five is when you started to have that like, hmm, I call it like, well, I personally call it the boulder moment, right? So, <laughs> you know, when you, when the seed is planted, like I need to do something different, it's, it's like a seed and yeah. it's like, oh, okay, I should do something different. But you're like, hmm, but I'm doing well. Money's coming in. I'm, I'm at the height of my career. You can mm-hmm. say things are going well. Why would I disrupt that? And if so, what am I going to go do? Right? So we still are just kind of moving along. And then yeah. I feel like the rock comes. And, and so the rock comes Pick and you're like, oh, oh, this, <laughs> yeah, like this, maybe I should do something. I'm going to really have to make moves. But then it's not until the boulder that most of us, like 
we have to make a decision like red pill blue pill type of thing what are what am i really gonna do yeah. did you come to like a bolder moment after having that aha where okay i should probably do something different or was there anything that happened that was like oh yep i'm gonna go on ahead and i'm gonna head out it was <laughs> yeah i went on a vacation with one of my good girlfriends alicia renee out in jamaica but she was there for someone's wedding and I was just there to relax and she invited me. Um, and I didn't know it was a bunch of celebrities and things that were going to be there. So I, I had a good old time, but I could tell every time I stepped in the room, the room shifted. I could feel the shift and like, nobody wants the whole room to shift when they're, it's like, you're the elephant in the room. And so I got back to New York after that weekend and she calls me as soon as I touched down and she's just like, hey, such and such was there. And they want to make sure you don't put out this, this and this. Things that if, if it was happening around me, I didn't even see it or know. And I wouldn't even I don't I, I had a rule. I just I don't I didn't blog anything I saw with my own eyes because mm -hmm. I, I was normally in places that. You know, they invited me there because they trusted me. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, I, I didn't like it wasn't that. I was approached with, please don't put this out. I didn't like how that could make friends of mine feel yeah. that brought me around. Like she brought me around because she trusted me. Those other people didn't know me in that way, but I didn't like how that made her feel. And so, yeah, I, I was just like, you know what? There has to be more for me out here. <laughs> there has to be more for me out here. And so one thing I did that I'm very happy I did, and I'm about to do it again. Um, I moved to, I started making moves so that my transition could be seamless. So I moved mm -hmm. from LA. I was, I was living back and forth between LA and New York. I moved to Arizona because I was like, I need to go through a full, full shift. I mean, mind, body, spirit, and it's going to be hard for me to do that, living in places where people are going to box me into the idea they have of me. Like, it's time for me to transcend past that. And so Arizona, for me, was the perfect place. If you've ever been there, it's very spiritual. Mm -hmm. They have spiritual vortexes, it's solitudes, it's mountains. <laughs> um, and so I, I moved to Arizona and I stayed out there for two and a half years. And during that time, I transitioned out of celebrity gossip blogging. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is so powerful. First of all, I have to say, as soon as you said Arizona, the whole time that I lived in California, I got invited to speak in Arizona once. Mm -hmm. In the last year or year and a half, and mind you, in a pandemic when most things <laughs> were closed, I have been invited to speak in Arizona now six times. I just Girl. booked something wow. for later in this year, again in Arizona, and I keep going, God, do you want me to go to Arizona? Yeah, like, you clearly he's calling you there <laughs> to be in Arizona. And I love it. And I do get what you're saying too, just about there's just a, for me, like a peace and a presence there. Like just a, it's okay to just be. Mm -hmm. So I could see how yeah. that time could be transformational for you. So you're in Arizona for two and a half years. What are some of your big ahas about who you want to become and how you want people to perceive Nicole? 
Man, well, first I did a lot of journaling. Um, I lived a full life out there. I was, you know, um, riding horses, whitewater rafting, uh, ATV and rock climbing, hiking. Um, this is not a New York life. This ain't New York at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> you know, in the water, I lived very full and I was traveling a lot. I went to Vietnam and London and uh, Cabo and all these different places. Um, and through that, I was able I'm able to do these things now without the pressure of keeping up with celebrities and what they were doing. Because what people have to understand as a blogger, you're living your life as a spectator. Mm. So you're a spectator to other people's lives and what they're doing and having to come and report back. And I was like, it's time for me to stop spectating and get in the game. It's time for me to live in my fullness. Um, and so, yeah, I had a lot of different moments. I, I started being clear of who I wanted to become mm -hmm. and what type of friends I wanted to have and what type of legacy I wanted to have for myself. Um, and it was just amazing. I got into energy healing and Reiki and um, chakras. I, I check my, I, I still check my chakras every day. <laughs> what, I have what a does pendulum. that mean? What does that mean to check your chakras? I have a um, pendulum. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you, uh, so if you have energy fields in your body, you know, from the crown to your root to your sacral. So I have a pendulum. And if I hold it over those different places, whether it's like, if it's, if I want to check my communication, I can hold it over my throat. And so it spins in a clockwise when they're balanced and moving the way they should. If they're spinning counterclockwise or they stop up, there's been times Someone has come to my house and I've just checked because I'm just I'm like that. And their thing there, the pendulum would just stop over different sections where it wasn't just moving at all. And so it's it's very interesting to see, like, you know, how it can as soon as you put it over the, the different, uh, like I said, the energy fields, like it moves it on it on its own. Because I'm like in my mind, I'm like, wow, we're walking around with these different you know, energies just, and I guess that's a part of our aura and everything else, mm -hmm. but I didn't, I didn't really understand how it worked and how strong those energies were until I got a pendulum. And I got that from my uh, energy healer. Wow. So the thing that's fascinating to me about this is I don't know anything really about chakras and, and that, but I do understand the power of that energy. And mm -hmm. you talked about communication. I remember a time when I work with somebody and they were so toxic and I was not speaking up, mm. like I just wasn't speaking up and I was holding everything in. And I remember I woke up one day after something like really like just out of alignment for me had happened and I didn't have a voice. Like I could not speak. Wow. And I went to the doctor and they were checking and they were like, <laughs> nothing's wrong with you <laughs> like like physically there was no explanation like or logically wow. I guess, for a medical doctor no explanation for why I couldn't speak and I was talking to my girl Brandy Harvey well we were communicating but not yeah I wasn't really talking and she was like because you because you won't speak up like you need to speak up and say and when I made the decision to speak up like a couple days later my voice came back. Oh, wow. I said what I needed to say. And I left that position. 
and never look back. But I, that was the clearest example that I have of like having it. How blocked. it it blocked, yeah. And and I, I'm actually in that situation now, to be honest, like the same exact situation where I can tell it's becoming blocked because I'm not speaking up for myself. Um, and so it's pouring over into every area of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, just it makes you feel small when you're not using your voice in a way that you would like. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but it's a real thing. And so I kind of try to go to my energy healer now in Atlanta, because there's a lot of things that are testing me. Um, (laughs) I try to go to those places. Um, (laughs) I try to go at least once every other week, like bi-weekly. Um, and I, I do my, is it Reiki healing and the balancing and just, just the, uh, balancing of energies and things like that. So do you consider those things to be like a part of your faith practice? I think there's always like a question of like, is that a no. faith thing or would you, is that like a, it's a spirit, it's, is it a spiritual thing? I feel for me, it's more self-care, like, and more help because it's, it's health. Um, health is kind of caught up in that too. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't replace like crystals. I don't praise and uh, crystals. And things like that. Um, so I don't, I don't get uh, the Reiki healing and the energy movement and stuff um, intertwined with like spiritual, spirituality. Yeah, it's it's completely different for me. Yeah, I think it's so important that these conversations are had though, because I realize how much, especially as women of color, we end up suffering because. If you grew up religious, oh yeah, there are wow. so many negative connotations to basic things. Wow, right? Yeah, so, like I go to a chiropractor every every other week, <laughs> and I invited my chiropractor to come on the podcast. Girl, the number of people who DM me, wow, like, like we was going to hell for going to the chiropractor. I'm like what is even happening here? Like, oh, how wow. did you this connection? Well, they, yeah. But there's a lot of like teaching that makes it seem as if, to your point, self-care type and related practices or health-related practices are um, not, are, are not spiritual, but to your point, they're not supposed to be spiritual. Yeah. It's self-care. And, yeah. And you can, you can get ill if they're blocked, you know, whether it's your sacral, your root chakra, all, if they're blocked for many, many years. And it's mm-hmm. just because we're holding trauma in our bodies and those type yes. of things. So for me, I'm like, whatever is going to make you well, I do hypno, I get, uh, I do hypnotherapy sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, get hypno. Mm-hmm. And because the subconscious mind is a very powerful thing. And so sometimes we get, we're, we're, I feel like we're going through hypnotherapy every day, scrolling our Instagram feeds, you know, we, we don't know how we're getting programmed. So for me, I want to take control of what I am intaking in my subconscious mind. So yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some pushback on me talking about this on <laughs> the podcast, but yeah, I say but this to anyone that listens is, is whatever is going to make you well. Like I, I'm, I'm dealing with so many different traumas that like just waking up, sorry, just waking up every day happy is a win. Yeah. 
So I feel, and I feel that's for a lot of people, whether they're stuck in relationships they can't get out of, um, whether they're stuck in jobs that they no longer, that no longer serve them, financial situations, like waking up every day happy is a win. So whatever you have to do to get to that happy, I don't care if it's, you know, your candle, your morning routine, your night routine, um, you know, being out in the sun, bodybuilding, working out, um, whatever that means for you, like definitely embrace that. Yes. And, and, and I think you made such a great point of like, sometimes when we, uh, we grow up in these religious beliefs, it sometimes keeps us in our misery because we're scared to branch out and get the help we need in different forms. I have a confession to make. My relationship with looking good is so complicated. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I like high quality clothes. I just don't like going shopping and I definitely don't always want to pay high quality prices, if you know what I'm saying. Plus, I don't always want to wear the same stuff over and over again. So I was super excited when I found out about the clothing rental membership armoire because they are making getting dressed stylish, but super easy. When I signed up, I took a five minute style quiz and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my lifestyle. I'm filming in a few weeks and I literally just got the cutest blazers delivered to my door in as little as two days. And when I'm ready for new clothes, I can just swap them out for more new-to-me styles. So whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for some black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room and you won't have to feel bad for only wearing something once. Now, what I also love is that Armoire is women-founded and women-led. They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website. So I know I'm wearing brands that are aligned with my values. I love that I can support a business that's built by women like me. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you might want to try Armoire. I promise you will never be without the perfect outfit for any occasion ever again. And right now, Redefining Wealth listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash wealth. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash wealth to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mm-hmm. It is, that is so true. Like, that is so true. And it's it's one of the things that breaks my heart so much for like my clients and my community is that we normalize suffering, mm. like, right. We normalize suffering. And I have, to, I literally just wrote this down this morning <laughs> and I think it just speaks to what, what you're saying. It's from, um, it's a quote from Dr. Bessel Van C. Coke from a book called the body keeps score. Mm, and it I heard says, of that. yeah, it says trauma is not just an event that took place sometime in the past. It is also the imprint left by that experience on mind, brain and body this imprint has ongoing consequences for how the human manages to survive 
Wow. And we are dealing with with trauma. It doesn't matter. And, and I think sometimes, again, when you kind of grow up religious, it's like, well, I forgave them. OK, but there's an imprint. Oh, my gosh. Yes. How that is impacting you, mind, body and spirit. And so it is important that we have these self-care practices to to help us be the best and highest version of ourselves. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. It's imperative. It's it's not even to me like a it's not a luxury anymore. It's mandatory to survive out here. Absolutely. You find your thing. I mean, and that goes back to redefining wealth. Like yeah. because health is wealth, your uh your mental is mm -hmm. wealth. Like all of those things work together. Yeah. One of the things that I had normalized for a long time was a painful menstrual cycle. Okay. <laughs> I had normalized. Let me just get to this because we're yeah. talking about self-care and yeah. also like all the things in that in the fit pillar is what we call it at Redefining mm -hmm. Well. And I had normalized a painful menstrual cycle. Like it just was what it was. Heavy bleeding, heavy cramping, all these things. I have to tap out once or twice a month, you know, like one or two days a month just to deal, just to get through. And how that impacted every part of my life. Right. So this thing in my fit pillar, not being in order, impacted how I showed up with people. If wow. I could show up because it would make me go, I don't want to go or be around people. It impacted my mood. Of course, it impacted my work because there have been times where I just could not bear to sit up and grin and smile and and you know push through it impacted what i would wear to work if i was gonna work it was wow. like dang that dress was gonna be cute but can't do that it impacted so many parts of my life and i will never forget being online um <laughs> on instagram one late night scrolling minding my business you talking about what's what's being like <laughs> indoctrinated right i'm scrolling and somehow run across a conversation where you are in the comments sharing with someone um like having this exchange i don't even remember i feel like it was jessica uh catch me if you can one of her instagram yes. posts <laughs> yes and you were you were sharing with her that 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 didn't have to be normal it was about mm -hmm. it was about menstruals yeah and stuff and i dm'd you didn't i dm you do you remember i think so or you or i might have dm'd you I like, was girl. like talking to you like, oh, yeah, I understand because this is how I am. And and so we got into this DM exchange and you gave me some like you sent me links. You were like, OK, you can get this. It was literally like when I tell y'all we shouldn't have been up. It had to be <laughs> wee hours of the morning. And I don't think I was even expecting a response. Right. And you sent me links like get this, get that. Um, You should try this that you don't have to live like this. Like I felt so empowered and encouraged and i ended up ordering um the stuff that you told me nicole it changed my life oh my I gosh i have not suffered like that since, since. that time and that was <laughs> well that was like maybe two years ago was that like man maybe more like four years ago probably now maybe wow. even like i feel like i was in arizona it might be more than five years who knows or new york yeah, it was some it was yeah some years so ago he has but not suffered from a painful period in years, guys. Yeah, <laughs> and that was that was from the advice that you could give me at that time. But since then, mm -hmm. my happy what, flow, <laughs> my happy flow. We have to get into this because yeah, I feel 
And fellas, you can tap out here, but you need to refer this to, to your significant others, like to the women that you love, mothers, sisters, cousins, coworkers, whatever. This this imba- impacts, I believe, someone's ability to truly chase purpose. Like we have oh, no wow. idea yes. how we're being impacted when we normalize the suffering that we have around these cycles in particular, I think for women of color, but I'm sure for women in general. Um, so I, you need to talk about how My Happy Flow came about for you. For sure. So My Happy Flow is a plant-based period relief vitamin. Um, it has three plant-based ingredients and seven vitamins and minerals. Most of those vitamins and minerals are um, nutrients that most women are deficient in, which is kind of causing the period pain. Mm -hmm. Because so going back to uh, about painful periods, your period shouldn't be painful, but they've never taught us this. And normally if you have a painful period, it's a sign of hormonal imbalance, inflammation, or it could be an underlying health condition developing. And that could range from fibroids, you know, it's, it's, you know, 80% of black women will have fibroids by the age of 50. And there, and also we have PCOS, endometriosis. Um, So thyroid disorder, it's, it's your, your period is like your monthly report card into your overall health. And I wish they broke it down to us like that when we were teenagers. Wow. Yeah. Because that would help us first understand it a little bit more, but we would know when it came and it's painful and we have uh, PMS symptoms like bloating, mood swings, heavy bleeding, that that wasn't normal. And we'd, we'd actually, you know, see the doctor about it and see if we could get testing and diagnosed. Um, so that's where my happy flow comes in. Like I, like I said, uh, it, it, you, I, I feel like even back then referring you to all these different vitamins and minerals and com, uh, plant-based compounds to, to look up, which mm-hmm. you saw the result within the first bottle of these things, right? Mm-hmm. Like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally it changed my life. Like a month later, I was like, oh, wow. And then it, as I continued, I'm like, oh, that literally, when she said that's not normal, that's what she meant. And anyone else that I would say, hey, you should try this or my niece or anybody, Mm -hmm. when I would say, no, that's not normal, everybody had the same reaction because we had all commiserated over it for so long and just accepted it to be normal. Now, if I feel something during my cycle, I instantly would know, well, that's off, right? Absolutely. I start like when I feel just a little uncomfortableness, I'm like, okay, I start going through what I ate that week. What could be causing inflammation? Like I start going through the, trying to pinpoint what is it? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's the beautiful thing about our menstrual cycle. Um, For my happy flow, our mission is to change the relationship that women have with their periods. Mm -hmm. And, you know, before I even launched this company, I surveyed over 1800 women and they spoke about their over 90% had a painful period that disrupted their everyday life. But most of them spoke about their period as though they were talking about a toxic relationship. You know, it was just a lot of uh, negative hate, um, a lot of pain, a lot of shame. Um, it was, it was interfering with their intimacy, their mental health, as you um, expressed job performance, finances, 
it it literally affected all these different areas of their lives. And so it affected the way they showed up in the world. It, it was preventing them from being the, their best self. And you have to think, we have periods once a month if it's normal, right? And so yeah. this happens to us. And, and then there's not only the period week, but then you have the luteal phase, which is the week before, which is normally the PMS week. So <laughs> it's like, you get like one good week. <laughs> right, one good, one good week a one month out week. of us. Like what in the world? One good week. Uh, and so- I just wanted, I visualized a brand that would really change the relationship women had with their periods and a brand, I meant a solution that was all natural, plant-based, that was providing their body with the nutrients that they needed and that was setting them up for long-term health. Like, I feel like we are single-handedly helping women reduce symptoms of, you know, symptoms of fibroids and pain and the cramping. And, um, and so through our supplement, once they get on it and they see the difference in their period, they start, it's like a phase. The first phase is they get on a supplement. They see the difference within the bottle. The second phase is what can I be doing nutritional wise? What are the changes I can make in my lifestyle? And so they start going down this rabbit hole wanting to do more. Now they want organic pads and tampons or period Mm -hmm. panties or menstrual cups, you know, now it's like, I want just clean beauty products, you know, and it's a whole, you know what? I'm a testament to that. I am a testament to that because you are so right. I didn't start using organic uh, tampons and pads until after the conversation with you and you sending me the links and me starting those supplements. And then it did it caused a spiral. We've never talked about that. But as you say that, I'm like, you, you darn right. I sure did. Because then it made sense to like, if you're going to be this cautious about, I mean, if you're going to be committed to like, taking yeah. this, then you should be cautious about all the other things that do have an impact. on Absolutely. This well. um, and it did make me so much more aware of what I was eating and drinking and like tracking. If something feels off, I do the same thing. Okay. What was I eating? What, like, what, like what's going on? It, it's made me so much more aware. When I started podcasting, I had nothing. No fancy equipment, no cover art, no theme music. I just had this burning desire that I was supposed to use my purpose of helping people redefine wealth in the podcasting space. And so with some intentional planning, I launched what became the Redefining Wealth podcast in just three weeks. That was four years ago. And today, the Redefining Wealth podcast has over 9 million downloads. We've interviewed everyone from celebrities to entertainers to authors and thought leaders. We've been featured everywhere from Success Magazine to Cosmopolitan and even Good Morning America. Now, why do I share all that? Because I'm not special. The truth is, this started with leaning into my purpose and being willing to use my voice in a powerful way. And I bet that there's something that's calling you as well, something that you need to use your voice to amplify in the marketplace. So I wanna help you do that. If you're finally ready to use your voice and launch a podcast that aligns with your purpose, I wanna invite you to check out my intentional online training, Podcast with Purpose. You can find out more details at podcastwithpatrice.com. That's podcastwithpatrice.com. Your purpose deserves to be amplified. And I want to help you do that. How would you say your relationship with your period has changed? 
I definitely don't talk about it in the same terms. Like I, when my um, phone is like, hey, your period is probably going to start in five days. I don't instantly go to the calendar and think about what I should cancel. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And I used to do that. Wow. When, my, when it wow. was, hey, you have a period in five days, I was instantly go, man, I know I'm not going to feel like doing that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just postpone it or reschedule it now. Let me just, and I would move my life around yeah. my period. And I just, I don't feel like that anymore. I don't feel an instant like, oh man, I'm not going to be able to do anything. I'm like, wow. I, I just, I just get up and go and go with the flow, not to be funny, but like go yeah. with the flow. <laughs> um, And I, and it doesn't impact me the same. And I have to say mood wise, I'm just a much nicer person mm -hmm. on my cycle. Like I'm naturally a nice person. And I, I can think back to like those times um, when I could feel myself being bitchy. Yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't, it was like an out of body experience. Yep. I could mm -hmm. not stop it though, right? It's not like I could feel it coming and then go make a better choice. Like all filters like no. Right. Yeah. Like I was probably not the most fun person to be around maybe like three or four days before my cycle. And I, I didn't feel like I, I had control over it either. I just, wow. didn't. yeah, I could, I could, it was an out of body of experience. Like, yeah, I, I'm super proud of our formula because I put, I packed a lot. I packed a lot in one. <laughs> like I, I told you go pick up all these things. I, and I I'm got like, all of them. I sure right. did. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I don't want to, I don't, I want to simplify their morning routine. I want to yeah. simplify their vitamin routine. And so um, when you were talking about the moods, when your hormones are off, it affects your moods. And so you, you, you would think you're going back crazy. Like pe yeah. people that are even on hormonal birth control uh, experience this where they feel out of body. Um, and then there's depression and all these different moods. So we, we put the... <laughs> Wait, Nicole, speaking of that. Okay, let's just keep it real. We're amongst girls, all girls here listening. Listen, a few years ago, I tried, this is before, so this could have only been, you and I probably had this exchange maybe like three years ago. Mm -hmm. Because before that, I tried birth control after not being on birth control since I was like a teenager. Wow. I tried birth control because it was that bad and I couldn't keep move like I couldn't move a speaking engagement or move something right but it was bad I mean you guys I'm talking behind the stage doubled over and I would come wow. out and do my thing and show up and get on stage and like kill it and then if you ever see me not go outside and stand and take pictures and hug people and all that it's because I'm pro I was on my cycle and I just mm -hmm. could not bear and I tried birth control Y'all, you talk about moose swing. <laughs> you guys, this is like four years ago. I go to the gym with my husband and we're having like, we come home, we were fine, but I had just started this birth control. He said something. I don't know. Y'all, I'm not going to lie. I chucked a whole water bottle at Gerald. And when, it, wow. when I did it, I didn't even, like, I couldn't catch myself. I was like, whew, and he ducked. And later on, I was like, what is wrong with you? I didn't remember, right? I hadn't even processed that it was a birth control. I was like, I'm a crazy person. Like, what is happening? Wow. I was so far outside of myself. 
And later on, when I was going to take the pill, I was like, oh. You were like, it's that. That's. Oh my gosh, girl. I threw it all away that day. Never did it again. Yeah. But that was one of the most extreme. I literally walked up to Gerald like, you want to fight? He was like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) I just asked him if he wanted to fight. We've never been a physical couple. We've never thrown things, never been loud, never said all of a sudden, girl, I chucked a whole full water bottle. And this was how many, how long had you been taking it uh, before that happened? maybe a week okay wow maybe a week or two it was like boom i was just a yeah i was nuts and so this is just to to say to anyone who may be in that space where you know you try birth control and i'm not saying don't you guys have your reasons for whatever it is you do but for me this was a better alternative like starting the supplements you gave and you gave me that that night and then my happy flow I don't have to worry about taking something that puts me into that space. Yeah, where I'm absolutely. Doing things like trying to fight. Who would I like <laughs> trying to fight somebody? Not your husband, too. <laughs> so we'll say this. I think it's very um, it makes sense to at least educate women on what hormonal birth control does. Um, because a lot of times when you do go to the doctor, and you have painful periods instead of doc- uh, running tests and diagnosing you. They may just push you on birth control, which to me can be dangerous because it masks your symptoms for a long time. So say if you did have the fibroids in the background developing, you may not know until 30 years. I mean, you know, you're in your 30s coming off to have kids. And now you found out you have like 20 fibroids because Mm -hmm. the symptoms were masked. But just about birth control, um, those it, it shuts off the natural production of your home hormones and replaces it with the synthetic versions that are in the pills. So that's why um, it also depletes your body of a lot of important nutrients, Mm. which is like magnesium, folate, I think the B vitamin C, E. So when your body is depleted of those nutrients, that's where the side effects come from. The mood swings, the low energy, the depression, low libido, um, and all these things. And you, you have no idea, like and people literally are going crazy thinking that it's something wrong with them. Like it's a character flaw <laughs> when it's actually the pills. And there's a book called, this is your brain on birth control. If anybody wants to pick it up, um, a really great educational book, as well as beyond the pill on the side effects of birth control. But to your point, uh, My Happy Flow is a much natural, more natural, safe um, solution for women who are just taking birth control for period pain or acne, um, you know, because it obviously it's not going to stop you from having a baby. <laughs> right. And um, and yeah, so we we have two plant. I mean, we have two plant based compounds in it that um, been highly researched it balances your estrogen, helps with estrogen balance. Um, We also have vitamin B12, B6, iron. A lot of women are iron deficient because of heavy blood loss during your period. Um, The B6 helps with boosting your mood. (laughs) Listen to you. Um, We also have vitamin C, which helps with progesterone um, production. We have flaxseed, um, magnesium and zinc. I'm just so happy I was able to put together this type of solution for women because it addresses the root cause of your period pain, which is the 
inflammation, which is the hormonal imbalance. And as a result, you know, you see after, I will say, we just, we just surveyed our um, customers and I was so happy to see within one month of taking my happy flow, 90% had experienced less cramping and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. blood clots and those type of things. And that to me is a win. Nicole, why my happy flow though? So you, you have this, you start this (laughs) business, you already have hello, Nicole. So you had excellent Nicole. I'm sorry. Why am I keep saying hello? Because I'm, I am hello, Nicole on Instagram, but XO Nicole is my media company. Yeah. Okay. You have XO Nicole and then you add my happy flow as if you didn't already have a lot to do and a lot to manage. So what was the, the real catalyst for, for wanting to do this in your own life or in your own story? Um, for me, well, I know you, you want a period story, but I want to say when I launched X on Nicole and now my happy flow, I'm always trying to fill the voids for black women. But like most of the vitamins in my happy flow were curated with black women's health concerns and nutrient deficiencies in mind. Also their lifestyles. A lot of people are waking up in the morning, grabbing a coffee, skipping breakfast, and now (laughs) blood sugar crashing. Um, And so I I was thinking about the entrepreneur that used to look like me when I was a celebrity gossip blogger. I was eating once a day and I wasn't getting I wasn't getting my daily nutrients from meals because I was I was eating out all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with the the troubling statistics around black women and fibroids um and and PCOS and endometriosis i was like i have to it was like a sense of urgency right now i'm in a hormone health certification because i'm like if i'm going to do this i'm going to do this like mm-hmm. i'm going to go i'm not going to just sell a product i need to go out in the world and educate women on what's happening with their hormones Um, I need to educate them on how to advocate for themselves at the doctor. What questions to ask? You got five minutes with with your actual doctor. I'm not, I don't mean the the nurse. So how can you maximize those five minutes you have to ask the right questions, to get the right test so that you can get diagnosed at a quicker rate than we do now? Sometimes it takes us up to four to 10 years longer than other races to get diagnosed. Um, and so it was me feeling like I had to take things, matters in my own hands when it comes to my happy flow. So there's an urgency there. I will also say my mom passed. I have, uh, I lost both my parents. I have no living grandparents. Um, most of the deaths in my family were from health related complications that could have been prevented if we had, were educated about diet, nutrition, um, my mom passed from breast cancer at the age of 41. And so now with what I know, I'm, I'm actually 41 now. So I was just going to say that we're 41. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 41. yeah. Wow. My mom was 41. My father was 42. So this has been a rough year for me because I'm always reminded that my mom didn't make it past this age. And so like, it's like when I'm dealing with something is I just feel like life is short and we can't waste our lives in unhappy situations, situations that's making us question our worth situations that we've outgrown. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much living to do. And so I did, I launched this in her honor because when I started researching, I was trying to figure out at the age of 35, how can I prevent myself 
from, you know, having an early death. What can I do? I started researching. I'm, I'm getting into whole foods and vitamins and all the things. Um, and I came across like studies on estrogen and estrogen's role and estrogen actually can feed breast cancer tumors. Um, estrogen also feeds fibroids. And so when I realized that it was for me to find a plant-based solution that helps lower the levels of estrogen in women's bodies. So that's part of what uh, my happy flow does. I know if I walk around and start talking about estrogen, some people's eyes will cross because <laughs> it's so much, it's so much uh, education that goes into the hormonal imbalance, estrogen dominance, where mm-hmm. you have more estrogen in your body than, um, and not enough progesterone to balance it out. So when I say these vitamins I put together, like it was a sign, it was like a scientist in the lab trying <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I remember realizing that, you know, you were building your own after having that exchange and, and you, and you put all that stuff in here, um, or to, to create that. I was just like, wow, talk about. You was like, like, girl, you better, you better go. And that's the thing is I had to get around imposter syndrome. You know, I had to, because God gave me this vision last March. And that's the thing. I just got the idea to do this last March. And this is a thriving company. (laughs) It's only been since last March. Last March, I got the idea. I'm not even saying this company started and the product was on sale. I got the idea, the download last March. (laughs) Mind blowing. Mind blowing. We went on sale in September, became a six figure business within four months. Like, and we, we now have like, you know, we have hardcore fans of the brand. Every day I go on Twitter and I just check the ads of my happy flow. And just the testimonials are always put, um, piling in. I just talked to a girl last night and her period had been missing since November. And I had told her two weeks ago, just like I told you, pick up my happy flow, but also pick up this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. She, she just started all these things last Friday and she reaches out to me and said, girl, I'm spotting. And it's only been since Friday that I started these things. Her body is like, I need those nutrients. I needed that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Woo, Nicole. I'm so <laughs> happy that you took your tail to Arizona. Oh my God. And let me tell you, I'm, I'm actually, my time is winding down in, uh, Atlanta. Um, I I'm probably leaving here in August. God is calling me back to Arizona. I feel like he has this me on this awesome mission and it, and and what, and the impact I'm going to have with this is going to be so much greater than any brand I've had before from gossip blogging to my media company. Like he was like this, this, this is where your legacy is going to lie. And I have to accept that I'm in a year where I will say it's the year of seven and year seven is always a year of completion for me. And so I can tell I'm transitioning out of media. Um, and I've been grieving that a lot lately. Like there's been a lot of crying. I've cried from January to <laughs> it's been the last five months. I'm like, Lord, I ain't got no money. I don't have any more tears left in me, but I'm grieving who I'm going to have to let go to be, 
to be who I want to ultimately become. And it, it's, it's been excruciating. <laughs> Nicole, I understand that. I understand <laughs> that so much. Last year, um, so this is season eight of the podcast. Season seven, I opened the podcast with an episode called Dream a New Dream. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I shared was that in 2021, my life coach gave me an exercise and it was a willing to lose list. And uh-huh. she's like, what would you have to lose in order to be all of who you know God is calling you to be? Wow. And that's it deep. was not easy to write the list because it included people, places, things that I love and that I had dreams for and that I had expectations of and things that I had already wrote the bit, like wrote it out and saw it all, you know, saw it all the way to the tape and, and being radically honest with myself, I had to release a lot. And I'm still in the process of releasing a lot of things that were on that list. And I, I have grieved and I'm grieving Mm -hmm. as well, Mm -hmm. but I also feel the lightness from releasing oh my gosh yeah things that had just been a weight and i didn't even know how heavy of a weight it was being it's very heavy too i didn't know oh when god is pushing you out your spot (laughs) oh my goodness it's 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 heavy but i know something greater is on the other side i've sacrificed a lot just for my career from like pushing back my timelines of like relationships and Mm -hmm. having kids. And I, and I want to give myself grace because I will say I've always answered the call whenever it came, no matter what, like, I'm like, I remember walking through my parking garage at the age of 35. I had just launched Excel Nicole Mm -hmm. and I was boohoo crying because I knew with the level of work and where I wanted it to go, I would have to delay a lot of milestones that I wanted in my life. And I'm like, I'm here mid thirties. This is where I should be focused on family, kids. And I'm going to have to delay some of this stuff. Um, so it's, 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 it's a lot. I might need your life coach. (laughs) (laughs) I might need your life coach, but I will say I'm just I'm, I'm glad I'm giving myself grace through the process and knowing I know at least I'm aware of what's happening. What's happening is God is moving me, you know, <laughs> um, he's moving me. He's moving things out the way. And like you say, you got to give up comfort. You got to give up the things that might have been on your vision board. There's a lot of things you might have to release to get there. Yeah. Um, Lisa Nichols taught me you can be committed to the vision, but not attached to how you get there. Oh, and yes. I think sometimes we have an attachment to what every piece of the dream needs to look like. And I think that that's okay because it carries us for the season that it needs to carry us. Oh my goodness. Yes. But then at some point we have to be willing to surrender like, you know, and accept when a season is up. Oh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the thing. It is like, the accepting when a season is up, right? So that we can actually live out God's best for us as opposed to thinking that because we got a download five years ago, we know all the steps. We don't know. That was the download we needed to get us on the path, like in that direction. And so I believe we have 
experiences and we're exposed to things and we learn new things and we have all of this growth, you know, during that time. But maybe it wasn't always for what you thought it was going to be or how you thought it was going to look. It was what you needed in order to actually set the foundation for the next season. It Absolutely. Was, it was never the end all be all season, you know? I will say this. I think a lot of my suffering comes from wanting to control how the, the book ends. Yeah. Wanting to control the chapters, wanting to control the outcomes. You're not alone, <laughs> friend. You're not alone. I think I think we're all probably someone is on the treadmill right now. You were in the car on the train and you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I can't control the outcomes. I got it. And I can't be attached to the outcomes. Um, so yeah. And, and someone might be listening and saying, how do I know when it's time to move? I always say this, what I've learned is when things stop flowing in this resistance, like everything is resistance. It's like, that's when you're, it's your sign. Like <laughs> it's time to move. Or at least be still enough to hear. Yeah. Hear like you. God, what do look when I was still enough to hear last March, God was like, here's a supplement brand I want you to start. Here's the ingredients. Here's the name. Like he gave me the vision loud and clear. Mm. <laughs> I love that. I love those moments. I feel the same Absolutely. like about redefining wealth or um, one of the programs I teach command the stage. I will never forget the day having that download. And it was like all the things like the curriculum, you know, sometimes someone goes, oh, I should start a program. And then they pine for weeks over the curriculum. Girl, I had the name, the curriculum, what it looked like, the live event experience. Like I had all of it in that moment. But I want, I, I wonder how many times I had experienced those moments, but I was disobedient. Oh my goodness. Wow. And I think if we're honest, many of us have had these these downloads and these moments where I should do, I could do this. And then, like you said, imposter syndrome or, you know, who comfort. Do? A lot of times Comforts. it's comfort because a lot of work comes when you're you're tr transitioning or shifting. Yeah. Oh, that is so true. The comfort, the, the thought of the sacrifice, the fear of success, um, the what will they say? Mm -hmm. What are people going to mm -hmm. think? All Like all the things that come up that okay, well, God really didn't ask for all that. Like, here's what to do. Like, you know, all yeah. like, but I'm not eloquent enough or I'm not this. When we, it's amazing what happens when we step out of the way and just surrender. Um, yeah. But then the acceptance of where that leads us because it doesn't always lead us. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know. Or I needed, I, I needed this talk because like I said, I'm on my <laughs> way to Arizona. Uh, I'm going next week for a week, but I'm also going to to move for probably a year or two because I need I need to listen to yeah. what God is trying to pour into me. Mm -hmm. And it's hard with all these distractions in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so hard. And so I'm being obedient, God. I, I feel you. I see you. I hear you. <laughs> I love <laughs> I'm it. Going. Yeah. Nicole, I have to commend you too. Thank you so much for your transparency and your honesty because you know, when you have such a large platform and following like you do, um, it can be tempting to create the the facade that like, oh, all things are perfect. And I know uh -uh. exactly what my next step is. <laughs> and all things are calculated. And I wrote the vision and made it plain. Like it can be really tempting to paint a picture like it is all worked out. I love 
that from my perspective, it's like you were just trusting God in this season and you're like, I'm going to go. This is what I feel led to do. And we're going to see what happens. <laughs> Absolutely. That's where I am right now. And I'm, you said surrender. I'm surrendering. Yeah. yeah I, I love it. Because if not, again, you're going to face a lot of resistance and it's going to be a hard battle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a hard battle. So, um, yeah, I, I know where he's leading me. He might be leading you there too, since you got know, these speaking like engagements. I, it sounds like I have I have dinner reservations uh, coming up. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. That I I couldn't get you in Atlanta, but maybe it's because we we're both supposed to uh, hook up in Arizona. It, so. I know, right? Yeah. Um, Nicole, before I let you go, let me ask you what we call these redefining wealth rapid wisdom questions. You're just okay. going to tell us the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Um, okay. How do you define success now? Man, I think. For me, success is just being in my authentic truth and and chasing happiness and joy. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think that embodies success for me. I used to let uh, like awards validate, like I needed validations. I need to be recognized. I need to be on top 40 under 40 and all those different lists and in magazines and their top lists. And it just was all ego based. So I had to release that. Mm -hmm. So good. How do you define wealth in three words or less? Man, health, (laughs) health, um, mindset, mental. Mm -hmm. What's one book that has helped you redefine wealth for yourself? What is that book by that guy? I can't remember what it is called. The Last Arrow. So there's a book called The Last Arrow. And I think I was walking down the streets of Harlem, just listening to an audible book. And he said something where he mentioned, if we don't constantly go for our goals and dreams, we've already um, chosen our burial plot. And that that was so deep for me because my mom actually chose her burial plot. She showed me her casket and all these things a week or two before she passed away. And I remember thinking how that felt to plan your own funeral, to pick out your where you'll be buried. And I, could, I couldn't grasp it. But I think that day walking down the street and listening to that book and him talking about you've chosen your burial plot already when you don't go for you know, your happiness, your joy, what, what wakes you up, like keeps you waking up in the morning. I was just like, oh my God. Like I stopped dead in my tracks when I heard that. That is powerful. Like I have to look that up. We'll definitely find it and link to it in the show notes. That is powerful though. Okay. I have so many thoughts about that. I'll tell you later. Okay. (laughs) Um, And this is the last one. Fill in the blank. My name is, and for me, the truth about wealth is. My name is Nicole, and the truth about wealth is it isn't monetary-based. Like, wealth uh, embodies so many different areas of life from, again, emotional awareness, mental toughness, um, your health, and other areas. So, um, yeah. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much. Um, And our listeners can 
find out more about you in social media, but also your website? How do we get people connected with My Happy Flow? And then how do we follow you in social? Um, they can follow me at Hello Nicole across all platforms, which you mentioned Hello Nicole. That is my <laughs> personal Instagram, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-C-O-L-E. Um, and then we're My Happy Flow on Instagram, M-Y Happy, H-A-P-P-Y dot F-L-O. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, you guys. Also, and- guys, I want to promote this book, Ooh. The Fifth Vital Sign. Because our periods are the fifth vital sign, just like your blood pressure, your heart rate. Um, and this is such a well-written book on the menstrual cycle. Um, yes, we can link it, to it break, that too. Yeah, it breaks down birth control, all the things, but I could not believe. And I just found this out the other day that this was written by a woman of color, a black woman. And oh, wow. I was so shocked because I feel periods are such a taboo in our uh, community that when I, I could not believe, and this is one of the most well-written, I feel this book is iconic when it comes to <laughs> learning about your period. So um, the fifth vital sign, master your cycles and optimize your fertility. I love it. We will link to that too. Thank you so much for sharing that. And again, you guys, I'm not saying this because I'm trying to gas Nicole up by any means. <laughs> she knows because I was DMing her like, girl, uh, like this stuff works. Like I love yeah, you were out with, you said I'm out with my daughter and I, it's almost like you could take your life back. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, this is on my desk. So this sits on my desk as like, I see it every day. Remind reminder yes, to, love just, it. to just take, um to take it every day when I come downstairs and thank you. I wanted, I have to tell you personally, and I know I've shared this with you before, but again, like this changed my life, like those first supplements, but then being able to condense it down to just the one <laughs> right, um, has literally been a game changer and changed my life. And those are the things that, you know, people don't talk about, like I'm known as a finance expert. I don't know if I'm still known as a finance expert. I used to be known as a finance expert at this point. I'm Patrice, but these are the things when we talk about chasing purpose that, again, I don't think we always make the connection about how that is impossible when you are not well in your body. Mm. And as a woman, these conversations can't keep being taboo. Like you, my first grade teacher, Ms. Boynton, when you know something, you have a responsibility to share with friends. And I didn't know you that well at the time you DM me that stuff. You were kind enough to just like, okay, well, here's what you do. And, and don't get this one, get that one. And you were so kind. Um, but you shared with me as a sister girlfriend, just on Instagram. And I, from that time when my happy flow, like launched, I was like, we got to get you on the podcast. We got to get you on the podcast because these are conversations that don't come up in business communities, but amongst women, they should. Absolutely. Like they, they should. They need to. And I don't care who don't like it. This was a necessary conversation for this community if we're all going to continue to chase purpose and be our best possible selves. Absolutely. And I just want to thank you. And I'll say this, we're elevating in all areas of our lives from finances. We're learning about stocks and mm-hmm. home ownership and all these different areas where, while women are still, we have no idea what's going on within our body. We weren't tired about our menstrual cycles. And there's a lot of women 
living and suffering in silence and they don't have anyone to talk to about this, you know? So even if you're a, a man and you're listening to this, your sister, your mom, your aunt, your, um, your wife may be dealing with shame and suffering in silence. And I don't want her to suffer anymore. So yeah, my happy flow, yeah. plant-based period relief. <laughs> It's a game. I don't know. Why it, it's like going to change your mood. Yeah. It boosts your mood and energy. It takes away period pain, um, cuts down heavy bleeding. It's I'm just so proud of this product. Yeah. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of Thank you for you. answering the call and I'm grateful that you did. So um, you guys, I hope that you were blessed by this episode. Definitely connect with Nicole at hello, Nicole, N-E-C-O-L-E um, and follow my happy dot flow. No W on instagram and you know share this share this information it's it's news that we can all use um mm -hmm. share this information with someone you love and i truly truly do hope that this allows you child to chase purpose in peace because yes i know what it's like when it ain't <laughs> right so you guys um you can follow me on instagram at seek wisdom pcw come on over into the free redefining wealth facebook community group and feel free to share what your experience has been what your takeaways are any of those things whatever comes up for you that is a safe space for us to all just thrive as purpose chasers and that's it for now until next week i want you to go live your life's purpose find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. I'll talk to you later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.